Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of I Want, I Need. I want, I want, I need, I need. <laughs> Is that your favorite thing to do? Yeah. <laughs> I forget which movie that's from, honestly. But it's from a movie. Is it Mr. Bean? I feel like it's from Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. With, um, what's his name? Steve. Yeah, not Carell. The, uh, Martin. Martin. Mm-hmm. Yep, Steve Martin. Yeah. I think it might be from that. If you know what that's from. I don't know if I've ever seen that movie. That's good. That's a classic. Oh, my ankle's itching. I think I got a bug bite. Oh, no. I know. Bugs are the worst. <laughs> I love summer nights, but I don't like the bugs that come with them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. That's why you just have to line your patio with citronella candles. What? Then it makes like a wall. We've never done that ever. I know, but I want to. Seriously? I don't know. Or get a screened in front porch or something. Yeah, that seems a little less extreme. <laughs> no, that seems more extreme. We'd have to go into construction. Okay, but a screen seems less... Okay, maybe extreme <laughs> is the wrong word. Less yeah. creepy <laughs> than if your patio was just lined with candles. <laughs> Can you imagine driving by your neighbor's house and they just have all these candles surrounding their home? Like, mm-mm. That's creepy. I'm I like not messing it. with that. Yeah. It's like um, free security, too. Oh, because you can't step over a candle? Well, no. Nobody's going to rob the creepy candle house. That's true. All right. So. Yeah. Something weird's going on there. All the benefits. <laughs> oh, what were you doing this morning, Josh? I was painting a fence, speaking of patios. Oh, yep. That's not what I was thinking, but yes, that is what you were doing. Were you talking about the gym or the dog park? I was talking about, I was thinking the dog park. I went to the gym, then I went to the dog park with Clayton, and then I painted a fence that we're making for our patio. And Clayton found friends, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Clayton always migrates towards the doodles or the golden retrievers, which makes sense because he is a golden doodle, so... That was pretty cute. So, what are we talking about today? Oh, well, I wanted to talk about the fence still a little bit more, because we just mentioned it. True. But if you guys follow our YouTube channel, then you would know we're working on building a little mini fence. Yeah. I mean, it's, I say many, many, mini, (laughs) mini, as in small, fence. Just for a tiny little part of our tiny little back patio. Because we want Clayton to be able to hang out outside. Mm-hmm. Clayton's our dog. Yeah. Also, if you guys didn't know, we have a... Oh, how old is he now? Like eight months. Eight, eight and a half months. Old golden doodle. He's huge. Mm-hmm. Grew a lot. Which we knew he was going to be big, but whew, he grew fast. Yeah. He's like 70 pounds yeah. right now. And he's super chill. But he loves being outside. So mm-hmm. we just want to make it so that he can hang out outside more. Mm-hmm. And we live in an apartment complex. So we can't really just let him roam because <laughs> people get mad. Yeah. And he gets really excited. <laughs> he would never hurt anyone, but... Well, he might on accident. Yeah, on accident because he gets really excited. We're working on it. Oh, If you guys have any dog training tips... We are struggling with getting him, when he's super excited about another dog or another person, he just completely ignores us. Like, he literally will look back at us, 
know that we're calling him and you can see him choose to not listen. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have any tips on how we can fix that, because it's not a good thing when your dog won't listen to you. Mm-hmm. When it's just us, he listens normally. Yeah, he's pretty good actually at listening. Yeah. For the most part, unless there's another dog mm-hmm. or something. Which he loves every other dog he's ever met, mm-hmm. which is great, except when we need him to come. Yeah. So if you guys know anything about dog training, please send us an email because we need help. SOS. All right. Um, Let's let's read our emails. Okay. Should we do that now or at the end? Uh, at the end. Oh, okay. At the end. Yeah. All right. Well, I did have one thing. (laughs) My my dad called, and he was very upset. Not, like, actually upset, but he was hurt that the other day when we were talking about savings accounts that um, I did not say that my parents also had us, when we were very little, work on budgets. And I had kind of forgotten this, but he was like, I I heard Josh talking about um, how his parents had him put 10% here, 10% here, whatever it was. And you had to do that, too. And you never said that you did it. You just went on and said, I think I had a sa- uh, savings account. <laughs> so You talked about your piggy bank. Yes. Dad, I'm very sorry. <laughs> yes, everyone. I also had little budget tips as a kid. We all had these mini little piggy banks. They were so cute. I think one of mine was Precious Moments or something like just adorable and we would get our honestly I think my allowance every week was like 25 cents wow (laughs) maybe it was 50 cents that's 50 cents more than I got for allowance you didn't get allowance no we got yeah all of our chores were just expected but then if we had to like well yeah us too yeah so we didn't get allowance for that but then if we had to like mow the lawn then we would get paid an hourly wage which was an hourly wage for the lawn mowing i guess you guys had a big lawn huh yeah no it had to be an hourly wage (laughs) because it took us i think my yard growing up was um like three hours three to four hours of like riding lawn mowing and then like four to five hours no no that would be an entire day yeah we couldn't you couldn't do the whole yard in one day if it you were going big, but all day. There's no way. It was no. It was three hours of riding lawn mowing and three to four hours of push mowing because there were hills that were too steep and you had to do all the edging. When you were little? Or no, like this is for like. Anyone? It'd be six hours for somebody to just go mow our yard. No. Yeah. Three hours of riding lawn mower, three hours of push mowing. That's horrible. And we used to not have like a good riding lawn mower, so then it was just like seven, eight hours of <laughs> push mowing. So, yeah. You had to get an hourly wage. What was our, your hourly ra- wage? I think it was half of our age. So when I was oh. eight, it was like four bucks an hour. You mowed the lawn when you were eight? Yeah. <laughs> that seems so dangerous. My brother started when he was like six because I was eight and he wanted to come out at the same time. What? I'm pretty sure. No. Yeah. He had to put... We're going to have to double check that. We need to fact check this. I think I mentioned uh, last time, but... My brother in particular had to put, like, soccer cleats on 
because he couldn't get the push mower to move with just regular shoes. His feet would just slide out, so he put on soccer cleats so he could push it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always had chores that we had to do, but that didn't affect... Like, we didn't get paid for any of those chores. That was just your... Well, that's what your allowance was, right? The house. No, I don't. Maybe. But I feel like I didn't make that connection as a child. Hmm. So I don't think that. Maybe because I just never didn't do my chores. Is that a correct sentence? Never didn't? You always did. I always did my chores. So it was never a. You just knew that you got your 50 cents or whatever every week. And most of the time, we didn't get it every week. My dad would wait a couple weeks or, like, do it once a month or something. Hmm. So that it was... So then it was two little dollars. Yeah. Wow. But uh, he had this big old mug full of quarters and Hmm. change and stuff. And that's what we would get our allowance from. And then we had, I think it was three different little piggy banks that we would split it up in. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. That's like concrete budgeting. Yeah. You see where it's all mm-hmm. going. Yeah, that's good. And then you can buy a lollipop or whatever after two months. <laughs> no, candy used to be cheaper. That's true. You can get those big Laffy Taffies for like 25 cents. I remember though. Oh, you okay? Yeah, I just bumped the table. Sorry if that was loud. You just like kicked it. Um, I remember one of my friends would get like five dollars every week in allowance and i was shook as a child <laughs> i just could Filthy not believe rich. it yeah what i was like your parents must be so rich if you get five dollars and they're one true. of those kids that got like a chunk of change when they lost a tooth mm. i think i got 50 cents did they when get we paid lost. lots of money Maybe when they got, got a's too what did we get when we lost a tooth it was either 50 cents, I think it was 50 cents for like the little teeth and for the molars, you know, the bigger ones. I think it was like you 75 had, cents. You guys had like a rating for teeth? <laughs> you know, if it was a bigger one. Oh, we just got the same amount. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what it was. Probably a dollar. Ours was not a dollar. I'm pretty sure it was 50 cents. Hmm. My parents were big spenders in the tooth category, yeah. I guess. If we lost a tooth though at my grandparents' house, ooh, that's when the money rolled in. <laughs> then you'd get like... <laughs> three dollars did your parents ever do the like ever yank teeth um we tried once on me because i refused to pull this one it was my very front tooth and it was sticking straight out you know teeth normally stick down it was sticking straight out like it was dead the root was like not there but i just didn't want all I had to do was like a tiny little twist and it would have come out. No, I refused. So I don't know if, I don't think we actually did it, but I know they, they talked about, oh, we're just going to rip that thing out of your mouth. My dad did the slamming the door thing multiple times to me. Did you ask him to do that or he, he just no. did it? That seems. One time he was like, <laughs> I promise I won't pull it out. And then he's like, let me just look at it. And he's like looking there and then he just rips it out. <gasps> That could have caused trust issues, but I guess it didn't. Yeah, you could be in therapy for that. <laughs> I mean, then it was out. So I and promise I won't hurt you. <laughs> Rip something out of your body. It didn't hurt, so that's fair. You don't have a very high pain tolerance either, so if you yes, don't I think... Yes, I do. No, you don't. She doesn't think I have a high pain tolerance. 
It's because you don't get injured that often, but when you do, it's like, oh, whiny little baby. Not true. I mean, it's you're cute, but <laughs> no, that's you can't not handle true. pain. All right, we're moving on. We're way off topic. <laughs> Enough of that. All right, today's topic. Do, 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 do. Our favorite travel apps that we use to travel and not spend a million dollars. Hmm. That's Ooh. a good one. Oh, speaking of travel, I'm sorry. One more diversion? No, that's not the right word. Rabbit trail. Rabbit trail. Side track. Side note. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, we saw Crazy Rich Asians this weekend. Mm-hmm. It's a new rom-com. Yeah. And it's so good. Mm-hmm. But it's set in Singapore, and it made us really want to go to Singapore. True. We've, I mean, we already wanted to go to Singapore, but now we really want to go to Singapore. Mm-hmm. Really. <laughs> yep. All right. I'm sorry. Just wanted to throw that in there. Okay. All right. Travel apps. What do you got, Josh? What do I got? What do you got? Well, I'm going to talk about two travel apps. Actually, no. I'm going to talk about... Apps slash websites. Yeah. If it doesn't have an app, that's fine. But, I mean, basically everything has an app, I feel like. Probably the most used travel website that we use is just Expedia. Um, I don't think it's really... Hashtag not sponsored, but I mean, hi. (laughs) (laughs) No, we just use Expedia a lot. I don't think it's really any different than like Travelocity or Kayak or like any of those... Yeah. We just seem to find the best things on Expedia. I've just... I compared a few times... uh, like flight prices or hotel prices and all the websites have the same ones. So I just started using Expedia and every time I buy something, I get Expedia points. So now I have like eight bucks or something. <laughs> um, so that's why I keep buying it on Expedia is cause it's like the same price. So I just picked one, made an account. If you make it, that's one thing, just general life. If you go somewhere a lot or spend money somewhere a lot, make like a loyalty account because mm-hmm. You get points. Those add up. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless me. <laughs> That's Melissa's sneeze. Sorry. It's hilarious. Whew. All right. It kind of sounds like a hamster getting punted. Hey. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but yes. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Make those accounts. I always forget. Mm-hmm. Even places that we eat. Yeah. Like, do you want to scan in your loyalty? Like, uh, whoops. Then I just forget, even though it takes two seconds to. Get. I got a free bagel last week, just because I'm a member of Einstein Brothers Rewards. <laughs> so, I have a free pizza waiting for me because I'm a wow. member of Papa Murphy's. I love loyalty programs if they're good. <laughs> yeah, when you have to spend a ton of money to get something for free, but I mean, also it's a free loyalty program. So yeah. if you're going there anyways. Or if you're always flying one airline. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I always flew Delta because that was my dad's favorite airline. So that's what he had all of his loyalty stuff. So I flew Delta. Then I became obsessed with Delta. But now, we don't fly Delta that much. You guys want to hear about the worst loyalty program ever? In a side <laughs> note? Yeah, absolutely. So I love pizza. So I have a loyalty program with like most pizza places. Um <laughs> But we went to Papa John's one time. This was what? This was like six six years ago. ago. Yeah. Yeah. This was a long time ago. But Melissa, her favorite pizza place is Papa John's. Like favorite fast pizza. Yes. 
Um, but we went in and the guy's like, do you want to join our, like our rewards program? And I was like, oh yeah, sure. What, you know, what are the rewards like? And he said, well, for each pizza you buy, you get a point. And then once you get 500 points, you get a free pizza. (laughs) And I was like, you're telling me I have to buy 500 pizzas before I get a free one? We felt so bad. We were just laughing in this guy's face because we were like, wait, (laughs) did you just say that? I'm like, you understand that that's a 0.2% reward, right? And this poor kid just looks at us and like, oh. He's like, yeah, I must have it wrong. That doesn't sound that's, good at all. That's a really <laughs> bad return. So he might have been misrepresenting Papa John's rewards program, but if that was the true rewards <laughs> program, it's garbage. It was so funny. You'd have to, like... Like, we weren't laughing at the kid. We were just like, wait, are you serious? He's like, I don't... I don't know. If you I bought... I think that's right. Let's put it this way. If you bought one pizza a week for 10 years, <laughs> then you would get a free pizza. Oh. <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> I hope that that really was their reward. Yeah. Because hilarious. <laughs> wow. But most rewards programs are better than that. Yes. So, back to Expedia. Moral of the story. Why do you use Expedia instead of just going on to the hotel's website or the airline's website? Oh, I feel like uh, Expedia usually gets, it aggregates a bunch of different um, companies and stuff and then gives you the best price. Explain what that means. So instead of having to go on to Alaska's website and then Delta's website and then Southwest's website and then Allegiant's website and then all (laughs) these different airlines and searching through each one, Expedia just combines them all. Same with hotels. There are a few... That aren't on there, right? Yeah, actually, I said Southwest, but I think Southwest isn't on the uh, sometimes the budget aggregators. Yeah, the super budget airlines aren't mm-hmm. on there. Uh, but if you can look on Expedia and then just have to pull up one other website instead of six different ones, mm-hmm. it's really easy. It just makes things easier, and you can see best prices. And Expedia is nice because it has like cars. Actually, I think most of them have. Rental cars, hotels, and flights. Yeah. So you can, if you make an account with one of them, you get points for everything. Mm-hmm. Another one of our favorite apps, it's an app and a website. Mm-hmm. It's called Skyscanner. And if yes. you guys have not gotten on Skyscanner, go right now. Well, finish this podcast and then go. <laughs> but also, warning, it'll make you want to go to all sorts of random places. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. So you can put in... This is our favorite thing to do when we're feeling bored, Mm -hmm. but then it's very dangerous. You can put in any time, anywhere from whatever airport is closest to you, and it will just show you where you can go the next day. Mm -hmm. Once Josh texted me while I was at work and said, do you want to go to Costa Rica? And I said, yes. And he said, there's flights for $150. And... We couldn't because we had just gotten back from a trip and had another trip coming up. So no more vacation days from work. But we were honestly so close to booking it Mm -hmm. because it was so cheap. And it's just if you don't have specific days that you have to go somewhere, like if you're in school, obviously you kind of have to work around with spring break and summer vacation or the holidays. But... If you can 
just take vacation whenever, then it's so nice. Yeah. So the nice thing about it, it has the regular search thing, like Melissa was saying. Yeah. But any part of your search that's flexible, like if you know I need to go this week, but I don't know where I want to go, you can type in your exact days and then you can just say, I want to go anywhere. And it'll just show you from cheapest to most expensive. Right. Like by country. Mm -hmm. And then you can just be like, oh, I didn't know it was only $300 to go to Japan this week. I'll go there. Um, (laughs) Or if you know exactly where you want to go, but you don't know the dates because you're maybe more flexible on dates, then you can say, I want to go to Japan anytime Um, in the month of June. LAX or wherever. And it'll show you what dates are cheapest to go. So It's super, super nice. Everyone should check out Skyscanner. I think Skyscanner has a hotels one, too. Obviously, I don't mm. think it's called Skyscanner. Hang on. I've got it on my phone. What's it called? Oh, it is Skyscanner Hotels. Mm. We don't use that one as much as the airline one, but we've looked on it a couple times. Yeah. So. It's super cool. You can check that one out, too, if you want. And it doesn't... The way the website works, it just pulls everything together, and then once it gives you a flight... Mm-hmm. Then it sends you to a different website. So yeah. it's not even, they're not like charging any money. They just send you somewhere else. But yeah. That's um, a super good one. Also, Airbnb mm-hmm. app and website, but we love Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It's, we started off with a little rough of a relationship with Airbnb. Our yes. first try at Airbnb five years ago, maybe. No, maybe more mm-hmm. than that. I don't know. Um, wasn't a fail. Real sketchy. Yeah. The listing was a scam. They well, it was just like a... They lied, yeah. basically, on the listing. So we were a little a little shy to try Airbnb again. But since then, we've used it so, so much. And every time has been incredible. Mm-hmm. Especially traveling in other countries. We found it so nice. You just feel more immersed in the culture. Mm-hmm. It just... It's more comfortable because you're in a home yeah and if you're staying if you're staying in a place for a long period of time or if you're staying in a place with more than just yourself Mm -hmm. or more than just like two of you airbnb is typically much cheaper than hotels yeah like we're traveling with another couple here in like a month um and it's like way cheaper than hotels because we get to split the price between Mm -hmm. both couples so yeah the whole Home is the same price as one hotel room would be. Right. So it's so then it ends up being half the price. price. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty nice. We love Airbnb. Mm. Highly recommend. Yes. And it's fun to just look around and you can get such cute little places too. Mm -hmm. Gotta get the Instagrams. I just did a peace sign while I said that, so (laughs) hope you guys know. What else you got? Okay, so this one you probably already have on your phone. But you may not have known some useful features about it. Ooh. Yeah, it's like a little hidden gem. Let's hear it. So Google Maps is a very good travel app. And so on the one hand, obviously, everybody uses Google Maps just to get directions or whatever. Mm -hmm. But Google Maps has this thing, which you may not have known about, where you can download a map offline. Oh, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, so if you're traveling to a different country, you can say, hey, I want to download a map of Paris like just onto my phone so that I can use it even if while I don't have service around. like while I'm walking around Paris. Will it still show you like your little dot? Yeah, so it still are? shows you the blue dot and sh- yeah, it shows you where you are. Oh, um, really? Yeah, but it just, you couldn't obviously 
if you're not using data, you couldn't search things, mm -hmm. but it'll have the map there so you can see where you're at and stuff, oh. which is super nice. I used it when I went to Baja a few weeks ago. Um, so the GPS still works even if... Yeah, because GPS, you may not know this either, but GPS doesn't actually use data. The thing that uses data when you're like running navigation... Is the loading? Well, yeah, the, the map is constantly updating, looking to see if there's traffic changes or anything like that. But you could technically, if you're driving a th on a three-hour trip and don't want to use data, you could technically load your um, destination and then turn it on airplane mode. Oh. Or turn data off or whatever. Yeah. And then maybe not airplane mode because I might turn off GPS. But you could turn data off and then use no data for the whole rest of your trip because it would just be using GPS. So wow. pretty sweet. That is nice. Mm -hmm. I like that. So, yeah, Google Maps, there's like a whole download offline map section. That's awesome. I yeah. didn't actually know that. Mm -hmm. Google Maps is sweet. Also, if you're like at home and you're... Uh, this is all based on my Baja trip. But <laughs> if you're at home and you're like, oh, I want to check out this surf spot and this surf spot and this surf spot, you can save all those spots on your own Google Maps on like a list or something. So I have a list of surf spots that I wanted to go to. So those still pop up even if I don't have data. Oh, because it's all saved. Because mm -hmm, it's That's saved. Cool. Yeah. Oh, Pretty sweet. Useful. All right. Do you have any other ones? Uh, I feel like those are our most used ones. Yeah. If you guys have any travel apps that you guys use, let us know. Mm -hmm. We would love to check some new ones out. So you can always email us at IWantIneedPodcast at gmail.com with questions, thoughts on the podcast. And we always basically ask you guys a question every week. So mm -hmm. if you guys have good travel apps, let us know. Yeah. IWantIneedPodcast at gmail.com. Yes, please. And now... Craigslist with Josh. Hey. So this week on Craigslist, I have been scouring the free section a lot, as usual, as you do. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to give you guys a word of warning. Ooh. There have been multiple free things on Craigslist that like seem too good to be true. And so I didn't like reach out to them because it seemed kind of sketchy. Uh -huh. And then... Like a half hour later, I went back to that posting and it said, this posting has been flagged for removal. So somebody maybe got scammed or Craigslist could tell that it was a scam. But how can you get scammed if it's free? Well, is that just like a if you just give them trying your... to get to them or what? <laughs> Those weren't words. A sketchy person trying to get you to come to their home? Well, it could be that, but more likely it's just somebody trying to get your email address so then they can start, like, spamming you with emails and stuff. Because the way you respond on Craigslist is with your email. So, so how did you know it was a scam? What kind of items were It just looked too good there. to be true. It was, like, like one of them was this super nice, uh, like, keyboard that was free. And usually you can tell if the listing's just kind of weird, like, if it if it doesn't look like the picture is taken in a home, if it's, like, a just a product photo or something. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, just be careful. Don't give random people. I mean, email is not that big of a deal because um, Craigslist, I think, encrypts it the first time. But then it's like as you start emailing back and forth, that's when they could get your email. Uh, um, but just be careful with anything like that because there are sketchy yeah. people out there. Uh, also, <laughs> I have recently been really into electric skateboards. So that's my new thing that I've been scouring Craigslist for. Uh, 
Are there any on Craigslist? I feel like those are so still pretty new and, and hip. Yeah, there's not quite as many, but I actually did find a pretty good priced one. 200 bucks For a boosted? No. Or, oh. Boosteds are pretty expensive still. A lot of people, when they have really nice stuff like Boosted, I don't know if you guys know about Boosted, but they're just a really nice electric skateboard company. New, they cost like thirteen to fifteen hundred dollars, and even on Craigslist, people still want like nine hundred dollars for it because mm, so. they know it's good. They know, yeah, and they probably spent a lot of money on it, so then they want to get some get of some back. of their money back. That's fair. It is fair, but also I would never pay nine hundred dollars for a board that's only a few hundred more brand new. Because you never know, like you're not going to get the warranty, and you don't know if it's going to work very well. Like, why are they selling it? So, <laughs> that's true. Normally, I only like Craigslist if it's like a steal, you know. Steal of a deal. Steal of a deal. <laughs> All about those steals. So. That you pay for. That I pay for. You don't actually steal, steal stuff. Don't yes. steal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> PSA: Stealing is bad. True. And illegal. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. Yep. Write that down. I think we can all agree on that. Stealing <laughs> is bad. All right, let's read some emails. We got yeah. two emails. Thank you guys for yes, emailing. The first one. <laughs> the first one is from Gary. And he says he wants us to talk about the importance of a budget. You need to know where your money is being spent. Mm-hmm. That's true. We fully agree with that one, Gary. Budgets are super important. I think that we'll make that maybe a whole podcast. About what? How we budget? Yeah. Okay. Because we've we've touched on it with Mm -hmm. savings accounts and stuff like that, but we can dive more into it. Maybe we can have a guest on. Oh. A a budget expert. Oh, yes, we could. We know some people that budget is life. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Maybe we can have one of them on. But that is a good topic. I love it. All Mm -hmm. right. And the second one is from Jessica, and she is so sweet. She wrote us this whole email. So I'm just going to read it real fast. Yeah? Okay. Or not all of it, but we'll read part of it. She says, really enjoying the podcast. It's nice to hear about ways to save money and how you prioritize your travel. Saving money on food, especially in New Zealand, where there's good food everywhere. That is true. Oh, love a meat pie. Mm-hmm. It's hard sometimes, and it's a nice reminder to keep it up. My husband and I found your YouTube channel back when we were planning to move to New Zealand and have been following ever since. Aw, I hope they love New Zealand. New Zealand's the best. I've been a little obsessed with podcasts lately, so I was super excited to hear that you're making one. And I make sure to tune in each week. Looking forward to more travel-related content. That's so sweet. Yeah. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. You are so, so nice. And thanks for letting us know you enjoyed our podcast. Yeah. And I hope you and your husband are loving New Zealand. Yeah, it's seriously the best. I was not going to lie. I haven't told you this, but I was looking at flights to New Zealand the other day. Oh. I want to go back. I miss it. Me too. It's a good place. It's just so far. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Far and we just are poor. Grad students. Grad student. I know. It's hard to decide. We have a running list on our phones of Mm -hmm. places that we want to go. And there's different countries that we've been to that we want to go back to. And 
visit the same places we've already been, but then also visit new places in that country. Mm. And so it's always really hard for us to decide, okay, do we go to a brand new country or do we go back to somewhere that we really love Mm. and visit that again? That's always a really hard decision. That's true. Because we want to be, we want to go to as many countries as we can. But also when you find somewhere you love, you just want to go back because it makes you happy, you know? (laughs) That's true. And I could kill for a good meat pie. Don't know. <laughs> I mean, not kill, but like I'd love a good meat pie. There you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's I an liked expression. The, the ham, egg, and cheese one. Was that yeah. what it was? Yeah. That one was yummy too. It was all about the breakfast ones. I was a mince and cheese kind of guy. I like the mince and cheese, but a lot of the mince and cheese had onion, and I don't like mm-hmm. onion. Which but is if it was delicious. teeny tiny little onions that I couldn't tell were in there. Then I, I can let it could. slide. <laughs> Just She's a very like uh, sensitive little taste bud. I do. Going on. I'm very aware of texture and stuff yeah. in food. Mm-hmm. But anyways, thank you guys for sending us those emails. That was really exciting for us to see this week. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you guys stay... Ooh, what? No, stay. I don't know what I'm saying. Make sure you guys are subscribed to our podcast Mm -hmm. so that you get notifications when it posts. We found out if you are subscribed, you actually get to listen to the podcast like a day earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, You do? Yeah. It, if you, well, it like doesn't show up as a new podcast. Like you can search it, but if you're not subscribed, it won't like just show up. Oh, on your phone. On your phone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like if you open Apple podcasts on Wednesday, our podcast will, if you're subscribed, it'll pop up and you'll just be able to click it. If you're not subscribed, you're going to have to search it and it won't just like show up as a new mm. available podcast. So make it easier on yourself. If yeah. you like our podcast, subscribe. Rate us five stars. It really helps us out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it. Okay. Is that it? Do you yeah. have anything else to say today? I think that's all. That's all? Yeah. Aw. Our little pup fell asleep at our feet. Oh, good. That's precious. Yes, it is. He's a tired little guy. Yeah, anytime we go to the dog park, he's, like, done for the rest of the day. Yeah, it's because he gets so excited. Mm -hmm. And he runs for 45 minutes straight. Yeah, true. All right. Woo. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's podcast. You guys are great. And we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. (laughs) Bye.